Angie has made it easier than ever to hire high-quality pros to get all your home service jobs done well. Just bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie will connect you with local pros who match your specific needs. Or book a service instantly at an upfront price. So join the millions of homeowners who use Angie to care for their homes and get your next home service job done well. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Warning. The following is the officially sanctioned podcast about the show about four lifelong friends who compete to embarrass each other in public. You know the one. The official Impractical Jokers podcast. We're in. <laughs> Welcome to the official Impractical Jokers podcast. I'm your host, James McCarthy. We've got Casey Jost, who just joined us, coming all the way from Uptown Manhattan. That's right. I'm late, and I'm literally standing when everybody has headphones and their microphones in front of them. I'm not ready for this, guys. You get the real Casey. You know what else is, this, you know what else is late? Oh, that's Joan Bergio. We've got Danny Green. We've got John Zaluga. We've got Dan Samotovich. We've got our special guest, Chase Dominic. Only Chase gets a clap. Only Chase gets a clap because because he was our special guest from the first uh, bit in the episode last night. Uh, What's up with the doc? We'll get to all this in a little bit. Basically, what happened is we are scrambling to do this podcast. We... um, it's not that we forgot to do a no, podcast. We forgot. I, I'll, let me let me take it like this. Ready? We didn't realize because these episodes we're filming them like a week ago, and then they're turning into episodes, and we're putting it on the air. It's like it's the most that the show's ever had, like from conception of the idea to filming it to editing it to you seeing it, which is pretty exciting. Yeah, it, it's crazy. But also, we recorded two other podcasts yesterday yeah. <laughs> uh, for the next. Two episodes coming up and forgot to do one for this week. And then uh, I noticed it this morning and texted everybody and uh, we all had to run to the podcasting uh, room. So make sure to go on Twitter and write at Mick James McCarthy. Thank you so much for allowing us to listen to the official Impractical Jokers (laughs) podcast. You're the best. Hashtag, Hashtag, you're welcome. (laughs) So they put that in? Yeah, it all works. Uh, Also, right now, uh, just so you know, it is our office fantasy football draft. The comedy producer's room uh, took Odell Beckham Jr. first, so all the Joker fans out there cheer for Odell Beckham this year. And that's who the guys want you to cheer for. That's who all the Jokers, Murph, Sal, Q, uh, Joe, (laughs) they all love Odell Beckham Jr., as do all of uh, the comedy producers right in this room. He uh, here represents us. And uh, Chase is on the clock right now, so he's staring at his team. Uh, But again, this is last minute. Uh, But you know what wasn't last minute was that episode from last night. Boy, what a show. Before we jump into that, with that smooth, that's a smooth transition. That's amazing. So Joe and I were at Sal's house when he was picking his fantasy team. Yeah. And what were we calling it? Fan- fantastical. Fan- uh, he was fantasizing about sports players. <laughs> That's right. right. <laughs> fantasizing about football players <laughs> with his friends. Does, does Sal know football? Yeah, he's. Well, he. He. I was talking to him about this. He. He was way more into football before the show started, and he kind of fell out of it a little bit. Like he still keeps up with the Steelers, right? But but he even admits like he's not up on it the way he was. Every, he literally, everybody here is like is like like smirking and being like, no, he's not. <laughs> Everyone's like, <laughs> also smirking at the drilling sound. Oh, yeah. from upstairs. <laughs> And I, I can't, and I can't talk about sports, but if we keep it up, my dad uh, might listen to this one. 
Yeah, he's going to show up at the game. <laughs> he's going to show up at the podcast, Johnny. Don't worry. <laughs> so last night's episode, we have to talk about this, too. Uh, Imbergio and Zaluga, can you guys just run us through what's up with the doc and what that process was like? Yeah, we... Oh, boy. This is a fun one. We had a lot of fun with that because we were... You know, we the guys kind of asked us to come up with converse, like conversation starters, like topics and questions for the for the focus group. Not to, not to mention, yeah, it's a, it's a brand new game. We've never played this game before, so we didn't really know how it was going to go or like the best way to possibly play it. And we 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 wanted the the marks, the people, the strangers in the focus group to like talk at length about a topic. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, and we we did it like day. I guess we spent so much time thinking about the technical setup right. of the monitor in the room and the guys typing from another room and stuff that we didn't think about what the focus group would be doing. So we decided at first it should be artificial intelligence. <laughs> we got a real kick out of. Yeah, we wrote a series of questions. Um, we were looking at those earlier. Do you have the, do you still have yeah, that? Yeah, let me I pull them up. To you. We, I mean, so if you think about it, these people are being pulled in for a focus group. They're getting paid, what, $20 an hour? <laughs> Something like that. Chase, know. actually, you know, you book, you book the marks. I right? do. $60 for 90 minutes. Is what and you hate booking marks. Is that correct, Chase? Uh, I'm, not, I'm not crazy about it. <laughs> uh, why, why is that? Uh, the process is, is a long, it's a long process. It's just, I'm not going to go into the process. I don't want to You don't have know. to go too far into it, but what makes people, it so, an, what what makes it so it. annoying for you? Uh, just the, how unpredictable people are when they show up. Uh-huh. Uh, and also, when we run late, it's I'm watching the episode right now. <laughs> when we uh, when we run late, it's just it's just a nightmare to have people that are uh, you know trying to rush out and being built. You know, people are building up in a room, and sometimes we get like 15, 20 people that are they get cranked in there for yeah an hour, hour and a half. Would you say that's the worst part of your job is like booking people and organizing all of that? Uh, no. I don't think so. I mean, it's 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 gotten more enjoyable as we've gotten better at it. What's and, the worst part? <laughs> uh, I don't know. I don't. I don't think there is a worst part. Well, you're trying to predict like who might know the show and stuff too, right, without yeah. asking directly. That's a thing you guys have to yeah. do all the time, which is interesting. Like, yeah, it's a tedious process, but we've, like I said, we've kind of fine tuned a uh, um, just how to vet those people out. And uh, do you still do the survey? Yeah, we send out surveys. So the survey will like have them pick like what are their favorite TV networks, and if anybody picks True TV, right. it's like no. If if they if they say what are your favorite shows, and if people do Practical Jokers, <laughs> right. that's a big tell. <laughs> yeah, that would be a. But if know. someone's like, yeah, I don't really have, a, I don't have cable. That's yeah. like a perfect person, right? Uh, yeah, that is. Um, some, some, sometimes not though. Sometimes not. Sometimes you want people that watch Comedy Central or um, watch like some TV and are kind of up on that stuff because people that wouldn't watch TV they sometimes would be would be, on it. Wouldn't they wouldn't want to sign a release. Yeah. Yeah. Chase, this is all brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> the other thing too is that the postings that we put up, um, a lot of people get flagged because they watch true TV, but a lot of people get flagged because they've actually been on the show before we've booked them. <laughs> right. How do, you do, how do you figure that it's out? It's hard to keep track, right? Yeah. It, it's it happened is. a few times because people on Twitter have a conniption about it. Yeah. And yeah. they're like, it's all a conspiracy. Yeah. Um, there has been a couple times where people have slipped through the cracks or just haven't filled something out. Or yeah, I was on um, set for one of those days. When yeah. the, all, the guys in BTS are looking at this mark and they're going, this guy looks like somebody. It's an, an actor. <laughs> What show? This guy looks like, and it's it's he looked like a guy from a practical joke. Yeah, <laughs> that's, yeah, that's what it was. They and then I think it was on Twitter because someone had taken screenshots of like this guy from season one, and he was like in a crowd 
for a different Joker. I'm with it. Shut down the show. It did. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, when um, the guys yeah, were like, I'm sorry. When the guys were like in the nursing home, there was a, there was an old person there who recognized <laughs> Sal from when he did his like uh, prison uh, like. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. people. Yeah, so we we shot Scared in the same place, punk. and we had one of the people came through again. She goes, "Oh, I remember you." And he was there. The new bit was helping people with tech, and then she immediately said, "So my nephew gave me this iPad," and she still like <laughs> she, she recognized him from the first time, but didn't put together like what was actually happening and asked him for help with the iPad in the bit. Yeah, that's amazing. But we still escorted her out because we anytime we catch it, like we don't. Yeah, you don't want. We you don't, don't want that. that. Yeah. Any I do I, any store I go into, people ask me for help. If that's just a personal thing. But like, if I'm at like an Apple store, people are like, "Excuse me," and they have uniforms. And if I'm at like a like a clothing store, people are like, "Do you have this in like my size?" And I, I, it happens all the time. Like every store I go into, don't you want to work at Apple on the side? I do. Thing? I do Isn't want a dream to of yours. That. Yeah, my dream is to work at an Apple store. I feel like it'd be fun just helping people. That's do you ever help? You would out? enjoy that. I think I'd be. I'd have so much fun because you're basically solving the same problems over and over again. It'd be fine. And I saw Inversia there was trying to segue into AI. That's right. <laughs> That's that mischievous little smile on his face. He's trying to get to his AI question. So, so Joe, back on the AI. Tip. What were you talking about? (laughs) Well, I think at the time. Back on the AI tip. I think at the time we wrote these, we were really into AI. I feel like we were talking about it a lot because that Google (laughs) Plus thing came out. We were. We We were. Not the Jokers. (laughs) (laughs) Let's be very clear. The Jokers are not. So we, we wrote all these questions. How would you define AI? What aspects of AI do you see in everyday life? Do you currently use any AI technology? And then it kind of keeps going into like, what negative effects can AI have on society? Um, do you, do you trust AI to diagnose a medical condition? Do you trust the cloud? What are the implications of AI becoming conscious? <laughs> and then it goes into define consciousness. Yes. Do you believe AI poses a threat to the world we live in? And what steps can be taken to prevent an AI-related disaster? And now, now, what was the Joker's reaction to finding out the day that we're filming the, that uh, the entire focus group was centered around AI? It was the same as Chase's reaction. They, they hated it. <laughs> Because Chase was Chase was in the room leading the group, and how much did you hate those questions? Well, I mean, if you're going to put someone in a room to lead a discussion about AI, they should probably know something about AI. No, no worry, no one in that room knew anything about it. When we switched to vacation stuff, I think I was a little bit more in my well, wheelhouse. You'll but... notice if you watch the episode halfway through, Murray was like, "We need to change the questions," and we like scrambled and like wrote like ten questions about like vacation. Yeah. <laughs> Talk about your favorite vacation. Went from what is consciousness to find consciousness to talk about your favorite vacation. What's your favorite beach? I mean, but I do love the fact that these people are getting paid 20 bucks or 60 bucks. It's not 20 I like to minimize it. It's 60 bucks. It's 20 bucks an hour. Still, you're kidding me. No, no. But it makes it $60? We pay them 60 bucks for 90 minutes. That's more than than you probably make when you have to do the bit. You have to do the survey. It's true. true. I don't get paid any. Did you get a fee when you were on camera? For like you're you're in one of the episodes uh, coming up, right? Uh, yeah, I think so. This one is it this is this the episode? This oh, is, this this past one, but yeah. also a, a one guys, we're doing the episode. Ten minutes before it comes out, we're doing the podcast. It comes. This episode comes out in ten minutes from when we're recording. Right? Oh yeah, this Thursday. Oh, you're on the you're on the clock, by the way, for fantasy. Am I? Yeah. <laughs> See, this is called multitasking. Oh. He's fantasizing about football players. That's right. Ah, uh, you son of a. <laughs> who did he take? He took Adrian Peterson. I want Adrian Peterson. All right. 
Uh, uh, speaking of, speaking of AI, A, I think this is a good episode. <laughs> is that a good segue? Back I think into more AI. We should have whoever has the best segue wins this episode. There were some other funny things we noticed from this, like like when Joe puts on Stella's jacket and it's too small. Oh, hey, I yeah. don't know if we should talk about that. Why? It's in the episode. AI. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still actually confused. Hey, I don't know. Hey, I don't know. Oh, oh, man. Oh, gotcha. Oh. But you can't do this. That's the same one I just did. You can't do it. You can't hop what onto AI? mine. Hey, I was trying to talk I over here. Hey, hey, you guys, you can't. You, this, I, that, that, you're just counting it towards me. Darn it. I started that one. You have to have your own. What okay. else is in this episode? Well, Ambrosio noticed the thing watching it back because the guys right away are like, what's with that jacket? Right? right, or they ask him about it, and, and Stella. So Joe just says in the room with all the strangers, he goes, "It's Stella's jacket." Like so, but you're in your if you're in the reality of that room as a stranger, you've just heard this man at the corner of the table go, "It's Stella's jacket." So, <laughs> There's a lot of like the guys talking to themselves. If you think about it, if you take BTS out of it mm. and they can't hear it, it's completely crazy that yeah. you would come into a room and just go, "It's Stella's jacket." <laughs> Well, I think that's one of the, the <laughs> brilliant things that they do is they say things with such confidence that people don't realize what they're actually saying. They that's just kind true. of take it and stride like up your ass and to the left. Yeah. How, right? how was it for you asking people about to define consciousness? Did you feel like you learned something that day? I think everyone has a very similar idea <laughs> of what, what it My is. My favorite thing is like you go into the questions and just the confused looks on people's faces. Some people got into it. Uh, the the British lady in Merv's turn was yeah. fantastic. One of one of the better marks. Like yeah, we need like was. a Mark All Star team. I know. She's in there. She's in there right now for this season. Yeah, she carried the conversation for the sure. chitty chatty. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she was great. There's too much of this chitty chatty. We I, thought. Well, I think the, yeah. one of the reasons you guys picked that is you thought that people were really going to want to talk about it. And right. We got in and, and not really. People didn't really open up about yeah. it. I, we, I guess they're f- afraid of the AI. Yeah, we were hoping to get like crazy theories. I think that's yeah. kind of what we wanted. Right? Didn't happen. <laughs> uh, the other funny thing about this bit, if you notice, um, you know, the guy on the floor isn't controlling his computer, but he has to look like he's typing the whole time. And a lot of times, he would like put one hand up on his head. But a full <laughs> sentence is coming out. Right. And, and the guys on BTS would be like, "Oh, look, you have to pretend you're typing." And so he had to like rush to do it. <laughs> there was a lot of that in BTS. Yeah. Like, type, 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 type. Keep typing. <laughs> but they kept yelling at each other. And then when they were down there, they'd forget to do it. Uh, this well, was a fun one, though. I'm, I'm happy we did this one. Well, that's actually one of the things, too, about the room is, like, even the, like, the little stuff that I, I don't even think about until we get there. It's, like, when people walk into the room, where they sit down, like, trying to, to kind of Jedi mind trick them into sitting in a certain position so that the Joker takes the right seat so he's sitting in a place where they can't see if he's typing or if he's not typing. Yeah, we spent, like, an hour angling the computer and the yeah. keyboard so that... Yeah, it took us a while to figure out, like, how we were actually going to ensure that People were going to sit in the right places. Yeah, I remember so, Sal, so that I would have the right position in the room as well. Sal was arguing to be opposite the monitor because he wanted to type and then see it. And he's like, no one will see my keys because they'll be looking over there. But ultimately for the show, we need to see Sal and the monitor in the same shot, which yeah. he agreed with in the end when he right. saw it. But yeah, that was a whole debate between the guys and the crew. I, I remember that. Yeah, it didn't get solved until I think moments before we actually went in. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Speaking of displays, <laughs> they got knocked down in the next bit. That's right. That's right. So, that's a good segue. Winning? That was great. You're, on the you're, you're winning, yeah. <laughs> I think maybe for this entire podcast, I'll just do segues. Okay. That's a smart idea because you haven't seen the episode, right? 
Uh, <laughs> I've seen I've seen rough cuts. Okay. Okay. This is a good one. Oh, John, mm-hmm. you're in this one. I'm in this one. I'm a I'm the supermarket manager in this one. You're yeah. a, 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 a part you were born to play. Yeah, I, I mean, I was I was trained. I worked in a supermarket from 1997 to 2003. Just for this? Just for this. <laughs> Knowing one day I would have to do this. Yeah, you know what's funny? I, I thought of this today. I was about to tell him, Burge, I was like, I should save it for the podcast. But I, So this whole thing is uh, the guys are posing as customers, pretending to fall into a display and get hurt with the intention of suing the supermarket. Right. And the way we got permission to do that was uh, by not asking for permission to do that. Right, Chase? Is that right? Yeah, it's correct. Because <laughs> yeah. I was like, they were okay with us doing this? I'm like, we didn't mention the, the suing part. Um, There's a lot of, lot of asking for forgiveness rather than permission. Yeah. And, but luckily, it's a rare case of all four jokers losing. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Which we love. Yeah. Nobody backed them up, and uh, I think that's great. And I was, it was funny. I, I think on some level my supermarket training like kicked in because I remember when I was being trained, <laughs> they had this computer program we had to sit at, and it took you through like it would show you little videos, and you had to answer like a quiz at the end. And if you got the quiz wrong, it was okay, but you would just have to go back and watch the video again and 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 do it again. And I remember I took way too long. I had like one of my earliest bosses kind of came in and like, you're not, you're not done with this yet. And the reason I wasn't done was part of the video was what to do if somebody gets hurt in the store. And there was this funny video of a guy at a register just going, like slipping (laughs) and falling in the most like comical way. And it cracked me up and the question would come up and like, what do you do? And I would intentionally answer it wrong. (laughs) You can watch watch the video video like five times in a row. The thing that they trained us on with that was um, the number one thing was do not apologize. Do mm-hmm. not go over to the customer and say, I'm I've sorry. The before. second you say, I'm sorry, then you like set yourself up for a, for a lawsuit for free or. Yeah. And I, and I don't think I'd that have to go against... back and look at it again, but I don't think I say, I'm sorry. Whenever the guys are like, I got hurt. This shouldn't be here. I think it's a lot of just like, tell me what, what happened. happened Who's yeah. a witness, but I never, I think this applies to car accidents too. <laughs> don't apologize. And don't, also my life. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I try not to apologize for things. I, I, I'm, I'm the opposite. I, I love to apologize. I love to be like, yeah, I messed up. I'm wrong. Day to day, I apologize too much. Yeah. No, too much is no such thing. No. Oh, okay. I think everyone should apologize more. Well, it's just an easy cop out. Mm-hmm. I'm so sorry. You don't have to ever have to defend yourself. I'm sorry. I was, uh, yeah. I was drafting a fantasy football player. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> don't the other thing. You didn't, by the way, you didn't apologize for that. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> sorry, I just wasn't paying attention. Uh, I'm also sorry uh, that there was a giant blur in this. <laughs> episode have you noticed so we it? Yeah. talked ad nauseum about what should the display be and somehow we settled on boxes of mostly captain crunch and cheerios Branded. yes and we put like a small piece of tape on the middle of every box thinking that really that would get around the legal implications there's tape on all those boxes there's a little bit of wow. um, yeah i think and Anyway, we thought that would be enough to get rid of the blur, and it's not. Like, you see the guys, they fall down into a sea of blur, <laughs> basically, and as they move, like, Joe falls, and he's just, like, in a, in a blur pit. Oh, my and God. Yeah, but Captain you, Crunch is kind of trying to peek out the whole time. Yeah. You can kind of make You could clearly make it out, actually, because the blur moves. But did you guys reach Captain Crunch? Not the captain himself, but a representative? Oh, we don't talk to any higher ups. At first mate. I know somebody works at Captain Crunch. If that doesn't, Danny. <laughs> Immortal. Pretty Immortal sure it's Danny like Kellogg's. How do you? Who, how high sure. up? Captain Crunch. Brand marketing manager. Of course. Of uh, the rear admiral. <laughs> <laughs> Frankenberry. I always talk to her about uh, you know Crunch berries and important part of my childhood. 
Yeah. I mean, the best part was then after the bit, we had all these boxes of slightly, like, slightly dented oh, boxes of Captain Crunch. Right here, yeah. Yeah, yeah, we're we still have. eating. We're still eating Captain <laughs> We're working our way through. What's Captain Crunch's slogan? Mmm, matey. <laughs> <laughs> is it? There. Yeah, there. That. No, that's Tony. I mean, Tony the Tigers. They're great. On the box, it says "Crunchitize me, Captain." That's got to be a rebranding. But is it just like Captain Crunch? What is it? Something like that? I don't remember. I don't know. I don't know. I think he was his own slogan. Captain Crunch berries. Look at that. Look at that one. You see, it's three different flavors on the side. One of them's called Oops All Berries. Oops All Berries. Oops All Berries. Do you know the idea behind this? What's that? Okay, Oops All Berries was a cereal that came out where they're like, their branding was that something went wrong at the factory. I remember that. And the kids took over it and they made a cereal with all berries. Because no one wanted the nutritional part of it. Which is not nutritional at all. made of the same stuff. But I was a kid at the time and I was like, whoa, kids took over the factory. This is what I want. And then I I bought the cereal and it was all the berries and I was like, "This is perfect. This is delicious." So they still haven't corrected that mistake after all these years. All this, the kids still there. They're, they're old be, now. They're like my batch. age. Wow. And there were there's still cartoons. Was there anything else from that bit? Uh, I think I, that there's a peanut butter crunch. <laughs> <laughs> and then a few others. Uh, I mean, the other part of that bit was. Uh, they ended up calling it Can I Get a Witness? Oh, yeah. Which oh. we were really disappointed about because we named things here in the comedy producer's room, and it was one of our all-time favorite names. It was Supermarket. <laughs> yes. Oh, Typhons. That's the Ed part. It just, we had to finish it. <laughs> yeah. okay. So it was like Sue, like the, you would see someone in a court of law, and then Per, uh, Mark. For every, yeah. For every Mark. And Pretty then, good, right? And we, you know, we loved it, and, and it never made it out there, so it only lives on this podcast. Yep. So that was the original name of this bit. Uh, and I guess the only other thing from that for me was uh, the guys rented, um, or the, the the show rented from a different equipment company that day, and I had um, my earpiece was on a different frequency from the guys. So I wouldn't hear them like laughing and stuff, but they could talk to me when they needed to just to tell me stuff. Mm-hmm. And the earpieces were malfunctioning. Like crazy. So uh, the worst one was on Murr's turn. Um, my earpiece completely cut out. It just went dead. So if you watch the episode, the mark, everything happens and the mark leaves. He like goes to the register. That's because I didn't run out. To The manager never came out at that point. <laughs> right. I came out and this is cut out. There was another woman who immediately calls me over and goes, he was faking it. He's a liar. And I thought she was the mark and she wasn't. She was just like somebody else in the She's like store. wasted all your time with her? Murray had to grab me and be like, there's a, a guy who went and he must have looked crazy because there's a woman saying she witnessed it. And he's saying like, there's a better witness. Right. Like, go get that guy. I had to go to the register. That guy did not want to come back. Mm. He's just like, no, the guy, he's like, the guy's full of crap. He's like, I'm paying for my groceries and I'm leaving. Why would I go back? And I, and I had to just say like. Sir, like he's swearing up and down that you're going to have his back on this. And like, just you'll make my life a lot easier if you just come over there and he hears you say that he's he's a liar. I had to like kind of talk the guy into coming back. We come back and the moment we're back, uh, my earpiece kicks in, but just high pitched screeching, the screeching that was so loud. I was really worried that Mark, the Mark, God, sorry, the Mark and Murr were going to like hear this thing ringing in my ears. And it was almost like impossible to go through that. Right. You can't tell on there, and thankfully nobody could hear it, but I thought I was going to ruin the whole You're thing. You're suffering this, the whole time. Like, I, 
I ruined as it. soon as it was over, I like tore it out. Yeah. I ruined a bunch of audio once when we were filming Insider. You know, we have the headphones that like play like the, what the guys are like saying. Mm-hmm. So we have headphones to listen to that. And my headphone was around my neck as I was like doing something like either at the end where I'm like, yeah, Joe just got oh, no, tackled in this punishment. And no, the headphone went into like was was playing right into my microphone. Oh, no. So, oh. so you couldn't like luckily we had like I think we had a boom mic or something right. picking it up. Use something but else. it ruined all like the lavalier microphone, the hit, you know, the one that's on your shirt. Yeah, but, I was. I yeah, was those ear things are crazy. Yeah, it's nuts. I think about this a lot. This is weird. This is a weird thought. It's, it's an, it's, this is my hypochondriac coming out, but I'm like those, they have these microphone packs and these ears things in their ears every day. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like we film all the time, maybe three to four times a week. That's a lot of radiation. Do they switch ears? Do you know? I, I think it depends. Cause like one ear might go, might be getting a little more of the brunt of the damage. (laughs) Right. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I'm just concerned for them. Right. I mean, either way though, you're just, you know what I mean? Like these, these like. You know, the radio waves and batteries and stuff are so close to your brain. They're suffering for comedy. I know. People don't realize the consequences. But you're like, you've got, but you go around and you've got like a, like a wirelessly controlled like skateboard and like an Apple watch and like, like you're you're like, (laughs) not on my head. You're like radioactive, man. No, near your, near your testicles. (laughs) Yeah. You got to think though that my job is not to like be on a escape on a you know like a battery operated skateboard <laughs> like you, if your job your nine to five was to have an earpiece to in have that ear in there and like a mic mic pack on your back okay or in your pocket and on top of all the other stuff like your phones and apple watches and stuff i just think that those frequencies yeah the guys are like modern day coal workers <laughs> <laughs> you have consumer grade radiation yeah they're gonna get the radiation lung <laughs> <laughs> um well, why don't we drive radiate over to, the... over to this punishment? <laughs> oh, let's hear both. Let's hear them both. What'd you get? Let me drive on over to the next next bit. Okay, radiate over to the punishment. They're why both the same bad pun. Coal. Let's sure. go get coal. Of, he's in yeah. Yeah. coal workers. Yeah, let's get the speaking coal along. Speaking of coal punishment, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, we had a good one. Oh. We did. We blew yeah. it. I guess we blew it. Speaking of coal, coal mines. Yeah. Okay, we kicked Chase out, and we got coal in from one handsome dude to another. Best uh, best looking crew in television. You always got to compliment the looks of everybody on the crew. That way they don't know who you have a crush on. (laughs) Cole, I can't help but notice This is a podcast about how to get fired. (laughs) I harass Chase regularly. I'll be like, I'll be like, Chase, we're going to, we're going to. Excuse me, Your Honor, can you uh, please play that tape back? <laughs> yeah, I literally, Chase, the I, judge plays How often, Chase, am I like, hey, before we start this meeting, they want everyone to take off their shirts? <laughs> <laughs> Do I need these headphones? No, no they're not plugged in. <laughs> they're we fair. just gave them the chase. You're so. holding the other side. More of for the look. <laughs> You're holding yeah, the plug. For the look. <laughs> Very cool. You look like a you look like a rapper about to spit. I see you're fantasizing DJ about football Webby. too. So, James, you brought Cole in here. <laughs> I did. I brought Cole Von Cole in here, uh, mostly to distract him from his fantasy draft because his team was getting too good. Uh, <laughs> but Cole, uh, was this your first time uh, on camera for a punishment? For a punishment? Yeah, in any like in-depth capacity, probably. And really like a starring role, at least support, like you would be nominated for best supporting actor in a punishment, I think, all time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, this I is... Uh, 
J- you James, you said earlier this is like a this is a real like crew heavy crazy yeah. episode. So you had like I was in it, Chase was in it, Cole was in it. I gotta say, Cole MVP on this one, man. Like oh. absolutely, you cracked, you, you cracked me up in this one. I think you made the punishment uh, just a lot better than it than it was already going to be. Yeah, it just it was great. Fun behind the scenes is you weren't mic'd at first, and then people were coming over to you. So we missed a few interactions of like people coming over and complaining to you, which I was like, I, I think I was you know on set, and I was like, we got to get a mic on Cole. What's going on here? Well, yeah, I mean, the funny part about it is we had a real legitimate assembly line, I guess. So kind of what they were there to do is pack these you know, pre-made bags of food for, for families that actually need it. So we had another assembly line with about 30 volunteers across the warehouse. Um, and then I was kind of slowly facilitating bringing people over. So when they saw this guy going off the wagon and uh, starting to eat food, they came and found me because they, you were the I was man? supposed to be a supervisor, I guess. Um, and, and my favorite line, some lady goes, we got a loose cannon. <laughs> <laughs> this guy's opening food and he's eating it and, and we've told him to stop. He won't listen. And so, but the, the real tough part was when they kept coming up and, uh, you know, like I'm supposed like, to stop something. it. Yeah. yeah. And I, and suddenly I'm the jerk because I'm just like, don't do that. And then I walk away <laughs> and then it just keeps happening over You and played over. it really well. You played it real which is sometimes hard to do because you're like working and you don't want the guys to get like mad at you. So you played it real where you were like, all right, I got to talk to this guy, but I, I would believe that they would leave him there because it's a volunteer job. Yeah. It's like, how do you fire someone from a volunteer job? Right. And you can't come off too hard. You know, you don't the, actually, who is the guy who is kind of starting it? Yes. Don was like the hero at the end. Yeah. So he actually came up to me and and he's like, here, in my opinion, what you should do is just tell him we're done for the day. Tell him we're done and then we'll send him away. And then we'll we'll finish up. And he said so he, he said we'll shank him in the po- uh, parking lot. Right? <laughs> yeah, he just throw him the wings and just no. say we're done for the day. We go to the parking lot and when we stomp him out. Yeah, <laughs> that's what Don. That's what Don said. That's how but Dan he kind of gave me an out, and and I just had to ignore it. So that was that was the tough part. So that that one lady kept coming off. She kept leaving, going off camera to talk to you. She was the one that said we got a loose cannon. Yeah, and that's when I think Chase texted me. He was like, "Come back to." the bts space that we had and and danny hollis mic'd me up and it was kind of off the cuff i wasn't expecting it there's a moment in every punishment where you're like this might not work you know like we might not have like people might not react it's intense yeah you know even though afterward you're like of course they're going to react that's exactly what we had thought and exactly what happened but sometimes a punishment starts and then he's eating and people aren't really noticing or, or like, you know, they, they don't care or it seems like maybe they won't. In which case, we sometimes have like more people to bring in. So we had like two people at a time. There might have been like one or two people that just seemed like they didn't care. And I think we like brought them out of the playing field and kept all the people in that like were reacting or seeing things or making faces, facial expressions. But it's crazy how often that happens with a punishment where you're like, what if this doesn't work? What if no? Like, what if Sal tries to get a business card back and everyone's fine with? Has it, it never? Has it ever not worked? Um, I don't know. Uh, no, I mean, from uh, from what you've seen, I, I think we've always showed episodes. Like, I think we've always showed punishments. So, if there's any punishment that you think falls flat, yeah, uh, what happens is sometimes uh, the guys will do something, and this happened yesterday, so I can't really talk to you specific. But the guys will do something, and the marks will laugh. 
and they'll think it's funny. And so now the guy's funny. And we're like, that's really good, but it's a punishment. So we need to make it more tense. And then the BTS will have the guy kind of not necessarily be a jerk, but do something off-putting yeah. in the room that, so that now people dislike him. Yeah, like right. maybe he'll call somebody by like a, a, a name that's not their name in like a disrespectful way. Uh, yeah. uh, or like if somebody was like acting as like their boss, he'd be like, be like hey, Skip, like, uh, and like, don't call me that. He's like, oh, sorry, Skip. And so now people just turned against him as a person. Right. Yeah. And that'll, that'll help us kind of get to the point where it tilts back in our favor. Yeah, it's not just that it like didn't work, it's that it didn't go as planned, but then the guys adjust on the fly. Right. And we definitely had punishments where like this is not how we thought it was gonna go. Yeah, because the thing is they're so likable. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. Joe, Sal, and Q, they're so likable. And, <laughs> and so, it's a fight for them. Burr's the best. I say it just because nice he's the guy. only one that probably listens to this podcast. <laughs> That's why it's easy to, easier to throw shade at the person who listens. <laughs> no, but really, like, it, they are, all four of them are so likable so that when people, they have to sometimes do things that undercuts them. Because that's the, that's the idea of the show is that the other guys will undercut them and make them. But I don't think the show would work if they weren't so likable, too. We get away with a lot more and doing a lot of things because they just come off, you know, this is like, you know, hometown, Staten Island, kind of like everyman. Another thing that, about this delicate ballet that is the punishment is trying not to laugh. And you you broke for a moment there and, like... Like heroically saved it. You went with it. It was great. It was Q's fault. I, <laughs> <laughs> I uh, yeah, I'm trying to scold him. And and again, this is new to me. This is weird because he's my boss, and and they're like telling me to yell at him, and you have to make it believable to the other people there. But um, yeah, I I said the line that I've never heard the end of since. But I something about two canned hams. Yeah. And then, <laughs> two, that's your second canned ham, sir. That's two canned ham, sir. And, <laughs> your, and your break was so funny. It's you great. laughing is so, such a fun moment. Well, you could tell Q is ready to rebuttal. He's he's gonna fight me on it. You know, he's he's justifying why he's doing. And and he was getting ready, and then I just saw him stop because you know he was about to break. And and when I saw that, I couldn't hold it either. And, and I just hoped that That's no amazing. one was around to see me cry. It was, I mean, no, none of the marks did, which was, makes it better. It's just that the cameras caught you, which is the best part. The other thing, I, I want to say that you were, you were very good at not breaking or laughing or anything like that. Uh, thanks, man. It's, it's hard, and it's funny. In that supermarket one, when Q was on the floor and I came in and made eye contact with him, he smirked. And he started to lose it a little bit there. And it's that same thing where it's like, don't do this, man. <laughs> like, yeah. But I think that Chase is the MVP in terms of that because there was really crazy stuff happening in that room. Yeah. And he doesn't break at all because I think he's just empty on the inside. No, he doesn't. He never, I've never <laughs> seen him laugh. No soul. I think, I think Chase's part was really hard. Just like Cole, just like you were saying, like people were coming to you saying, why don't you stop this? Chase is sitting in a room full of people looking at these notes. And they're looking at Chase like, why is, why are you allowing this to continue? Right. And he had to just kind of keep saying, you know, moving on, moving forward, going to the next question and stuff. He looked like a crazy person. Yeah, and he's that. just dead behind the eyes yeah. at that point. <laughs> he, had to, he had to book the marks. He wanted to be a TV producer, and he is. But on these days, he runs a focus group. Yeah. <laughs> and that's not a job that he ever wanted to do. And one, it, it just one day you'll get your so own focus out. group call. I, I don't want that day to come. <laughs> do you have any younger siblings or anything? Yes, I have. Uh, I have two younger sisters. I feel like that comes across like you. You, you were almost like Q's big brother that was disappointed in him. 
You know what I mean? <laughs> Trying to make a wrong or right. Yeah. But, well, Cole, it's uh, time to wrap up this episode. So I would like, you know, since you were the MVP oh, of, the, of the crew. Don't put me on. So yes. Speech. 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 Here you go. Do your best. Do your best. Do your best what you think the outro of the official Impractical Jokers podcast should be. It's also your pick right now. Uh, And you just took Des Bryant, so do both. (laughs) Uh, Don't steal from the needy. (laughs) Wow. That's exactly how we end the podcast. That's amazing. No, really, on behalf of myself, James McCarthy, Danny Green, Joe Ambrosio, John Zaluga, Chase Dominic, and Cole Von Cole. Weber. (laughs) Uh, Thank you so much for listening to the official Impractical Jokers podcast. Please tune in every time there's a new episode. Subscribe, tell your mom, and have fun. Bye. Bye. Bye.